This is the Ask Amberly Show. And we're live. All right. Okay. She stands alone now. Yay. All right. Well, welcome to the Ask Amberly Show. Thank you for having me. I love this. So where do we begin? Well, first off, thank you for hosting this because I know you hate being seen. I hate a a, a mic, a light, light, and a stage. stage. You hate Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I know. So thank you so much for doing this for me. (laughs) (laughs) This is your show where everybody's the host. Yes. I love this. I love this. I think we should start with a little cheers. Cheers. Because, you know, we love a champagne. Yes. And a lime moment. Are we drinking this early in the morning? Yeah. Isn't it better with a lime? It is. So I never even like thought of this because normally people people put lemon. Yeah. But lime makes sense. I put lime, you know this, I put lime in my beers, my wet heinies, Heinekens for people who Y'all missed the whole shebang of, so Am, to be her friend is interesting because whenever we go out to eat, you have a bar. Bar. Yeah. You have water, sparkling water, Mm -hmm. your cocktail, then wine. And And then coffee. A coffee. Yes. And then a juice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. I need. You stay hydrated and liquidified. I need options. Okay. Because I'll change from moment to moment. I'm like, oh, God, I really want coffee right now in the middle of drinking a Negroni. <laughs> right. You're yeah. like so weird. I know. I don't know Story. why. Speaking of weird and speaking of uh, you. So this is yeah. Ask Amberly's show where, you know, I love that everyone that comes on this show is going to be able to ask you anything they want. Yeah. That they want. See, this is why I shouldn't do this. That they want to know about you. Yeah. Or them. But they're mm-hmm. asking you. Does that make sense? Am I learning yeah. the plane? Also. Yes. Follow if you can. <laughs> this is what it's like being friends with me. She could probably the only one that's does follow me. Breadcrumb, breadcrumb, bread. go squirrel. <laughs> like back, back to the breadcrumbs. Right, but yeah. this first episode yeah. of the Ask Amberly Show. Yes, I feel like people need to know just you. No okay. one needs to know anything about me. No one needs to even. I do it all the time. Okay. I have shows out. I've been yeah. on air. But number one question I get all the time is like. What does she do? Who is she? All the things about right. Amberly. Mm-hmm. So let's first start with us because, okay. you know, there yeah. is the big You're elephant like, Not to make it about me, but to make it not about me. Not to make it about me, but to make it about <laughs> me. I don't need my cards for this. If we can start just yeah. on our friendship. How do yeah. we meet? Why are we friends? People are confused. Yeah. Well, so are we. <laughs> we do not make any sense. None. We should have never no. been friends or ever we met no. on a podcast we did ironically we met on a podcast years ago uh, 12 years ago to be exact <laughs> on your timeline um but yes. it was yeah 2019 we mm-hmm. met but before then i remember you telling me you saw me at, in raw republic from afar and you were yes. terrified of me terrified of you because you why. were upstairs you were doing like um energy uh, work energy job, work and what i do yes yeah, so i call it hoodoo voodoo hoo-hoo. i call it all that right. stuff. So I was, you know, you were upstairs at Raw. You were doing, you were in a tent. Am. A tent? Well, you were in a tent? <laughs> no. You were, I thought you were in a tent and you were doing color. What were you doing? Oh, did you come from, for the aura? Thing? Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. Yeah. No, I wasn't doing that. So we had someone oh, okay. come in, in a yurt, by the way. It wasn't a tent. 
a yurt, yurt. doing aura photos, which was so fun. But no, I, I don't do that. I remember seeing you and I was like, oh my God, you were terrifying. And then I decided no. Like I remember being like, no. And that was it. And <laughs> then so I, funny. so then there's a podcast that we did together. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the guest speaker on this and then I was supposed to have a host. I think Terrence Osborne was supposed to host. He couldn't mm-hmm. make it. And so I filled in for him. Tatum was like, so Dr. Emily Carter is coming and, you know, she's great. You're going to love her. She's a doctor of metaphysics. And I'm like, what? I don't even know what this means. I've never heard the word metaphysics. And yep. then she says, oh, she, she's going to be able to know if you're a good person or a bad person. And I was, then I was like, <laughs> why do you think you're bad? I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like when people say that, you're like, oh, they're going to see all of the bad things about me. They're like judgment day. Right. So then you walked in and I was like, oh my God, the most gorgeous woman ever. Your whole energy was just like, you looked like you were like seven feet tall and it was just a beautiful specimen walking in. And I was just like, wow, I need to know her. I need to be friends with her. I I don't know. I never do that. You told me, you're like, you look like you could be friends with me. (laughs) I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so then I was like, put your number in my phone. Yeah. And then uh, the rest is history. Oh, we the don't want to go to you sliding into my DMs? I did not slide into your DMs. You, you made it sound all creepy and weird. <laughs> I know, it wasn't. It was not. I lived on the yeah. in Mandeville at the time, and I have no friends up here. And so I realized yeah. you lived up here, and mm-hmm. we can go have a drink. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, it, you volleyed it to me. Then you got scared. She got cold feet when I responded. Yes. And you were like, nope, not doing that. So then a few months later, yeah. you were at the Son of a Saint gala and you posted something on your stories oh, yeah, yeah. and it came up on my feed. And I was like, oh, you look gorgeous. Let's hang out soon. You're like, yes, when? Tomorrow? <laughs> Tomorrow? <laughs> I'm very instant. Yeah, you are. And there you go. We anyway. had the first dinner and you thought we were just going to have appetizers and we and closed we the place down. We did. We shut the place down and I thought I was never going to see you again. And then I saw you the next day. I think it was like two days later. Yeah. You were like, we're doing brunch. So this is, and then we're going to wrap this up. But I saw her the second time and then we went to brunch and I had a vulnerability hangover where I, for some reason on the second date of ours or second meeting, I told her everything about my life. Like for no reason. I don't even know why I did this. I told you too much. Like, should I trust her? You were like confessing. Like I was like, all your right. It was like, it was confessional. (laughs) I was like this, you know, I am a reverend, but yeah. It was wild. The next yeah. morning I woke up, I'm like, what did I do? Yeah. So then I had, we had to be friends. Yeah. You're like, I can't not be friends with you because you know too much. You know too much. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I already forgot everything you said. <laughs> and then three months later, we were like traveling and went to LA and then. That's true. That was it. Yeah. The I don't end. know why I said yes. I was like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and we realized we were just like, you know, meant to be. Anyway, peas in a yeah. pod. so that's our friendship. Randomly. It's been four years and it seems like it's been 12 or 20 or lifetimes actually. So yeah, it does. Anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you for being my friend. Oh, she's getting serious now. I like that look on you. Do you? I do. It's a very, well, now that I'm 43, Am, mm-hmm. I can't see shit. Really? So I need we'll to have to work on that. Well, okay. Let's talk about all the <laughs> things about Am because she's, everyone said, okay, in the real human life of world. Yeah. In First of all, let's let me, I'm yeah. going to the obvious, just obvious. Mm-hmm. In your world, you're like this. People think you're. Let's go back. Okay, I'm going to tell you what people think you are. Ooh, and this then is I fun. want you to. I don't know what people dis- think of me. Okay, it's going to be think, Okay, one, yeah. you're weird. Oh, okay. Two, you're an alien. Okay. Three, you're a psychic. Okay. Four, like you're some white woman that does some woohoo shit. All of it's true. Okay. Yeah. 
So when I met you, I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and then I realized your story and I realized mm -hmm. what you do and I realized how you do it and I realized mm -hmm. where it came from. And then it, the plane landed. So mm -hmm. I want everyone to know your story. Okay. And what you do so we can finally dispel all of the things Ooh. of what's going on. Okay. So let's go back to, yeah, what? Let's go back to 1990. Oh God. When I entered the earth plane. February 9th, <laughs> 1990, you were born. Yes. Just start there. Oh gosh. Um, well, let's skip because that's, I mean, yeah, I was born. What do you want to know? Do you want to know, like, was I always intuitive? Does it like, what are yeah, specific? When you, when you were born, you were yeah. born, you were special, obviously. I mean, everybody's special. Actually, no one's special, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> no one's special. But when did you realize that you had the gift? Was it like when you were like four? Was it like teenager? Was it mm -mm. past college? Like what happened? It's not. Well, when you're born with something. <laughs> okay. So the, I never, it, you don't really know what you are when you're born with things. You're okay. just, you just go through life and okay. you just traverse through life like a normal, normal human being. What's normal for me was just always me. It wasn't until like retroactively I looked back mm -hmm. and was like, oh, I didn't realize I was sensitive to so many things when I was younger mm -hmm. or picked up on things or I was a natural leader or even adults look to me for advice. Like those were my natural gifts, if you want to call it that. So, and it wasn't like seeing dead people or mm -hmm. like, I see the future. It wasn't no. like a psychic thing. You just were was very perceptive, intuitive. Yeah. Intuitive. If you want to call it that. But when I was younger, cause I was very, just normal. So I would call it just perceptive. Like people would think like, Oh, she would have good advice or, you know, it's that kind of thing. It doesn't manifest as a psychic medium. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read your future or I can hear your grandmother speak to me. It's not in that way. I, I learned how to do that okay. because I already had a propensity for that. When was this? When, 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 when did you realize? Not all until my twenties. Oh really? Yeah. It was like yesterday. Yeah. Cause I'm 33. <laughs> So yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. So yesterday you were like, wow, I have this. <laughs> what? No, it, I, still, even today, I don't feel like I have, I'm different, which I know. Isn't that weird? You're not actually like knowing you, you're not different. You yeah. just see things differently, but okay. everybody does. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you always say everybody has the gift and we'll get there in a minute. But like, mm -hmm. when was it that you decided, decided mm -hmm. this, this intuitiveness yeah. that I have is special and I'm going to zone in on this and make this mm -hmm. like my calling. Okay. So I always relate it to any skill set. It could be that you have a propensity for you're really good with numbers. So maybe you become a banker and you're really good at that. I had a propensity for seeing things very clearly. I can pinpoint someone's pain point or someone's insecurity someone's like what they need I can pinpoint that now it manifested in my early 20s as control patterns mm. because I because I could see what someone needed from me mm -hmm. I would play that part mm. to make sure they felt safe got it so that that's a whole nother story but so we when I realized, we have time okay <laughs> we're gonna get to that story okay so but yes it was all of this to say, I think that I just had a propensity for it, went into it and then started realizing once I started studying this and realizing that my 
perception can change someone's mindset and change their health. Mm. That's when I wanted to go deeper into that. Okay. When did that happen? That again was in my early twenties. So if there's a story attached to this. So can you go? I know. Do you not want to do that? Or you want to yeah. go? Oh, what? what? Was it on the card? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching you do this. <laughs> Why do you do what you do today? I specifically oh, a, wrote it that way too to kind of like mess with you. I know because it, <laughs> because my freaking dyslexia is stressed. Why do you do what you do today? I, I hate her. I hate her. She knows I'm dyslexic. I just Why? wanted to entertain myself. But this is not funny. I'm trying to like be serious here. Okay. Ask Am. Okay. I'm on. I'm hosting your show. Okay. okay. Why do you do what you do? Okay. This, everyone's always like, oh, go back to, you know, when you were born, all this stuff. It's really the pivotal point for me was college. So I was pre-med on the fast track to medical school. And I was such an avid learner of science that I wanted to understand all the nuances of the human body. Well, I was experimenting on Mm. my own. And I've never told this story before, ever. You don't even know the story. I feel like I do know the story. You don't know the story. I've never, I've never told this story before. Why are we, wow. So okay. there are things so, that I don't know. No. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. I just flared up a lot of things. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I was in a nutrition class and the whole thing was about calories in, calories out. It's very basic nutrition, food pyramid, you know, by the government, all those things where like bread and pasta is like the most recommended thing and you know, all those things. So I'm thinking, well, I'm going to be vegetarian. I'm going to cut out meat because it's inflammatory. I'm going to cut out milk and dairy because it's inflammatory. I'm going to, you know, all the things you learn, like scholarly, all these experts are telling me X, Y, Z. And I'm such a great student at this time. I'm like, okay, let me, you know, achieve this and accomplish this. So I started cutting out big things that I've always grew up on. Mm -hmm. And I changed to soy milk. Uh, I know. Um, alternative butters like uh i can't believe it's not butter you can believe it because it doesn't taste like butter <laughs> like all like artificial all, stuff all processed yeah. foods oh, yeah, yeah. with the calories and nutrients taken out got it so i that's how i started living i was pulling out everything and depleting 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 you didn't eat meat any like no you were like okay. cut meat out got it well that was a, a whole another story too because i was working on human cadavers in my freshman year of college and the smell of the formaldehyde while looking at meat, it just I it like soured my stomach instantly. So I couldn't eat meat for a few years after that, but I also did it health consciously. I was like, Oh, well, meat's inflammatory. Let right. me cut meat out. So I cut out everything that I grew up on fruits and vegetables because it was too much sugar. That's like crazy. All, oh, Oh, yeah. I, they still tell you this. They still. Okay. So I cut everything out. Yeah. Then I added in exercise because my major was exercise science and I double minored in neuroscience and psychology. So I wanted that mind body connection. So let me guess you were very unhealthy. Yes. But I didn't know. I'm thinking, well, I'm at the apex of, you know, scholarly, mm. all this stuff. So I, I got on my high intellectual horse and all my professors are saying, you know, take out the calories and do this and do that. And you know, all of, actually this is not a lie. Peanut M&Ms were recommended as a good workout recovery because it had protein in it. So 
I'm I'm sitting in this class taking notes, being like, okay, got it, got it, got it. You know, cutting out mm-hmm. all the nutrients, not realizing I'm cutting out all my nutrition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I added in exercise. And so I followed the guidelines of the recommended, you know, whatever. Well, which was um, cardio. So I yeah. started running up to eight miles a day. I was doing two a days where I would go to the gym in the morning, go to the gym at night. I restricting like restricting everything, just pulling out, pulling out, pulling out everything. And I mean, I would be on the phone with my mom at the time and ordering a veggie burger on a lettuce on lettuce, not the bun, just lettuce and hot sauce. And like, that's what I would have for the day. And then I was more inflamed. I gained 50 pounds. What? Five zero. Yes. You gained 50 pounds. I gained 50 pounds doing this. You never told me this. I've never told you this. I've never told anyone this. Yeah. So I was, I had painful periods. Painful, painful, painful periods. This is what they push. This is what they want. Mm -hmm. Right? And by they. Oh, science shows, you know, it's, it's physiologically impossible, they say, for the body to gain weight. If you're a calorie, if you're in a calorie right. deficit, right. Right, 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 right. So, which yes, that works, but the body is so intricate. There's mm-hmm. so much more going on with the human body than just calories in, calories out. So, I learned this definitely the hard way. Wow. So I'm, I'm cutting out more and exercising more, thinking that's the problem. Like, why am I gaining weight? Yeah. I'm, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. Running up to eight miles a day. You have. I, by the way, how's your life right now? Like outside of this? Like, oh no, not doing? sleeping. I'm but just like, studying like all the time. Relationships and studying, like everything else. Your you must be consumed. Oh constantly. no. On the surface, I was totally fine. Inside, I was tortured. I was like a tortured soul. Which makes so much sense. Fast forward to 2023 of now. Like when we go to lunch, like you're like, I mean, you're ordering steak. At yeah, like 10 a.m. Like, yeah. you don't, like you do not restrict your body from anything. Mm-mm. And you're the smallest you've been, but we'll get there in a minute. Going back, you're right. just like miserable. Miserable. So I would be at frat parties and I would be thinking Were about... You drinking too? Yes. You, okay. I, yes, of course. I was living the college lifestyle. I didn't have a kitchen in my dorm, so I couldn't cook for myself anyway. So I'm, yeah, living off of processed foods and 100 calorie pack Oreos and it just ca- like cutting the calories so much having a special K for breakfast everything was processed everything was the same color it's like that beige <laughs> color that like and your whole life turns beige you're like what where is my life and your whole your personality you everything oh no i was the life of the party oh you were yes but internally i was tortured okay. so i would be this is where the control came in. Okay. I was, I became so controlling with myself where it was performance, perfectionism. It was, I would be on the um, elliptical Mm -hmm. and I started obsessing. It was almost like OCD. The numbers had to match perfectly or else if I missed it by a second, I would have to go another 40 minutes until I could get it perfectly. Like all the numbers would line up with the mileage, the calories that I went insane that is wild yes it's so not like you oh and there was a well we'll get there um there was a time restriction on these exercise machines in college and i would get off and go to the next one 
like thinking in my mind like that well that will suffice so it was it I became so controlling and Mm -hmm. so obsessive and it was like intrusive thoughts like just constantly this is when I started with very intense dreams and uh, like early prophetic a little bit yeah this is like 1920 years old um like prophetic dreams and (laughs) I was like okay I'm going nuts this is so weird like I actually saw Dr. Emily Carter on a sheet and I saw who my teacher was and Mm -hmm. I wasn't in med school and I was so confused by that dream because I was on the fast track to medical school so I'm like I'm so confused what am I doing yeah so that always stayed with me like okay am I going so it was a low-key anxiety in me like what am I doing because I knew the dream was more than just a dream I could feel it was almost real like my telling or something was telling you something yes exactly so anyway all that to say I was so miserable I had the most painful periods ever I was I would miss exams because I was in so much pain on the ground I had cysts on my ovaries I had bad skin I for me it was bad skin um I wasn't sleeping and I was running off of pure adrenaline just being like well this is my life I'm studying 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 Mm -hmm. and I was, you know, acing everything, was performing, but everything was a performance for me. So it sounds like so many people like right now. Here's where it led to. Oh, God. This was around my birthday. This was, I think, sophomore year of college. Mm -hmm. I remember it was my birthday because one of my classmates baked me a funfetti cake. So I ordered and ate an entire Domino's pizza. Oh, you a pasta bread bowl, half of that funfetti cake, and I was still hungry. And at that <gasps> moment, that's the one and only time I've ever binge ate, ate before. And that's when I knew I was sick. <sighs> like I was sick. I yeah. had a problem. Yeah. And so I realized I am depleting and depriving myself all day i'm not taking in any calories mm-hmm. and i'm exercising that's a stressor on mm-hmm. the body you're killing yourself mm-hmm. taking in no nutrients not recovering through sleep or water or all those things and then on top of that i was trying to catch up for all the calories that i wasn't taking in my body is forcing me now to binge to catch up on calories because yeah. it can't survive it's going to die so I realized when I started, when I did that binge eating episode, I realized I'm sick. I need help and I need to figure something out because this is not sustainable. So, and I wasn't happy internally. I'm like so confused because all these research studies are showing me otherwise. Mm -hmm. All these experts are telling me otherwise. And that's when I was in that nutrition class I raised my hand and said what happens when you're barely eating anything and you gain weight and she looked at me and said that's physiologically impossible the body doesn't work that way it's calories in calories out I took my stuff and I walked out and I made a decision a choice in that moment Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go back to what I used to eat And I'm going to figure this out myself because Mm. no expert is going to tell me, look me in the eye and tell me that what I'm experiencing is not real. Right. No one's going to tell me that. Right. Because you're like, I know what's happening. Yeah. 
It's like, oh yeah, asking for a friend. But for that to happen like early twenties or for you even to recognize that and to make that decision is like super advanced by the way, because people don't like go that route. Well, I'm very extreme if you haven't noticed. Yeah. (laughs) So, so when I feel that in my bones, I'm not going back on it. Okay. So I thought back to, okay, I'm going to push all my like spreadsheets and research studies and all that aside and figure out what did I used to eat? Like I was thin in high school. I did sports and I I never thought about food in that way. There was no control patterns around Mm it. So I was like, what did I eat? And it was meat and dairy. And that's how I grew up. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I'm going to try that. I went to Trader Joe's instead mm-hmm. of Harris Teeter, which we all affectionately called Harry Teets, by the way, <laughs> in North Carolina. <laughs> I like it. So I went to Trader Joe's. One of my roommates, um, she was all about Trader Joe's and organic food. I was like, what is this organic stuff? And I, in my um, mm. cl- class, I had to debate that there was no difference between organic food and regular food. That was my debate. I had to defend non-organic food mm-hmm. as being the same as so, organic right okay. and the more i researched the more i realized it wasn't so right. i couldn't even defend my right. own argument i raised my hand i'm like this is bullshit <laughs> actually um yeah i'm not doing this <laughs> that's the theme of your life so i'm not doing this <laughs> right i'm like oh my god my professors probably have like so many stories so so i started eating organic food and eating strawberries i ate organic strawberries mm. for the first time in so long and normally when I ate regular strawberries, I'd break out in a sweat, like a cold yeah, sweat above like my lip. sprayed with stuff and all kind of. And I didn't nasty. realize that. Yeah. I thought all, I was always allergic to strawberries, but I love them. Ooh, so I ate them anyway. Yeah. When I ate organic, I didn't have that reaction. Mm-hmm. And so that was a game changer for me too. So I started eating more, like way more, yeah. but fresh foods, meat, um, all kinds of things. Yeah. And then I lost 15 pounds. Mm-hmm very quickly to where everyone started a rumor that I had an eating disorder. And the irony is that I definitely had an eating before. disorder before. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, cause you, okay. So do you think it was, I don't, this is like going into something else and mm-hmm. helps with plain lands, but do you, cause you always say like, if you think then, or you think, cause it sounds so simple, right? Like to me, you just think differently. Yeah. Your mind's powerful. Did you think it, or did you actually think it was like all the foods you were intake, like, do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm asking? Like, oh, okay. was it your change? Was it your thought pattern that changed? Like, you're right. like, I've decided to just be. It's ha- both. Okay. But at, at the time, it's because I believed in it so much because I was like, this feels good. It, I was sleeping better. I could, my skin started This goes up, back like, to your belief system, which yeah. we're not even touching yet. Yeah. Because I have to go through all of this. Because oh, yeah, yeah. we have to go through like the trials of you, yeah. like trying to figure out how you got to this point because mm-hmm. you I mean you have a whole truth and belief system of like right you actually we'll get to that yeah so you start losing weight people are like Room, by eating more disorder. you're like no I was actually sick before so mm-hmm. now where are you so you're like so I stopped exercising as much too I okay. stopped doing cardio completely stopped doing cardio because I was on a rat wheel with cardio I would I had to do cardio or else I would see it show up in my body the next day, which I didn't realize was inflammation. So 
I was addicted to exercise because if I didn't, it would show up in my body instantly. So I was like, I'm never going to be able to not exercise. I have to exercise if I need these extra five pounds mm-hmm. off of me. Mm-hmm. I have to keep up with that. If I take two days off, that five pounds is showing up mm-hmm. like very quickly. So I didn't know that was water weight, inflammation. There was so much more going on with me, toxins, mm-hmm. all of that, that I wasn't pushing out properly. Um, and my body was reacting to all the deficit I was in calorically and mm-hmm. energetically. So I pulled back on exercise and then I started lifting weights for 15 minutes, not even like light weights. Mm-hmm. And I started, I just started dropping the pounds. Easy. Yeah easy feeling so much better it was like a light bulb went off and a key was unlocked because i i chose it does that key make you try to go into like now food what that looks like like is that where you went with this so i never interestingly enough i never blamed the food Mm. i i really had to deprogram my mind and look at food differently because I was taught this fruit and vegetable has too much sugar. Like, don't eat a banana. Don't eat an apple. Like, you know, all those things. All, right, right. But yet you can have a 100-calorie pack Oreo. So I had to yeah, deprogram yeah, all yeah. of that. Um, just frozen foods, all, all of the processed things that were the same color. I realized, let me just cut that out. Because I don't even really like that yeah. stuff. It was yeah. just, you know, I'd much rather eat that, the real food. And I had to reprogram my taste buds, too. Because mm-hmm. what was true and fresh and of the earth was like not good at that point because you're so used to the chemicals mm-hmm. and all the fake yeah, stuff that real food tastes real gross. yes so I had to really stick with it and deprogram I went through that for a few months and then pulled back on exercise started healing I started noticing my body my periods were better my like not having my cysts went away yeah um I, everything started improving my sleep was better was that the light bulb moment of like what for you like that was the decision for me to not go to medical school got it because I knew I was going to run into more of the same programming mindset of this is what health is and I'm looking at America saying we're sicker than ever what are we missing so you but you had this vision of Dr. Amberly Carter but you're like I'm not going to medical school now yes so so is that the is that what happened so yeah, I like was trying thinking, to figure out like what happened in your mind where you're mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to. Oh, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was terrified. I just knew I couldn't go to medical school. OK, so because I was in my neuroscience class, raised my hand and said, when the body you dies, hand. I know, I know. Her, Sorry, I have questions. Sorry, teachers. <laughs> yeah. If I raise my hand, I'm sure thinking back, my professors are probably like, son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> Not her again. <laughs> Yeah, you're that. There's that one. I'm that kid. Yeah. Yes. So I love it. Yeah. I'm like, make it make sense. So raise my hand. Yes. was like, okay, if your neurons aren't, you know, firing in your brain, your brain dead, all those great things. What's telling the body that it's dead? Mm. I'm thinking this is a natural question and they couldn't answer it. So talk to my professor. She was like, you might not want to go to medical school because you're going to run into the same programming. Got it. And you're questioning things that are not part of this paradigm. Yeah. Right. So I was questioning consciousness and I didn't have okay. the language for it. Ah, okay. There yeah. you go. So this started my like evolutionary process. 
So I graduate college, don't know what I'm going to do. I get a job immediately for corporate wellness and uh, like for an insurance company, right. for oil, oil and gas companies that hire us, whatever. So I'm thinking, great, I'm going to exercise these people and whatever. No, it was all like selling these programs. Rude awakening. So I'm like, oh, so like no one wants to get healthy. Like <laughs> no just, one really wants to get healthy. You want to yeah. have the perception that you're healthy. Yeah. But nobody really wants to be healthy. Well, that's what my mindset was at the time. Okay. I didn't know that we're failing everyone because no one knows what the hell they're doing. Right. No one knows what they're doing when it comes to health. So funny. I find myself interesting. Like I get, I get you on so many more love. Like every time I'm with you, I'm like, this is why this is because this is where I've yeah. always been in my head. I just couldn't put a name to it. Because mm-hmm. you know, I'm always just do what I do. And I'm like, no one understands why. But this is why it's because right. you're you were you were that like black sheep that's like, Nope, not following the crowd, not standing mm-hmm. in line, not going right this way, even though everyone's like being pushed that way. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm always going to question everything now. If an expert, especially if an expert tells me, I'm going to not research it. I'm going to yeah. feel what I feel first. So go back to you're working. You have this like corporate job. You're doing all these things and you're still questioning everything. You're mm-hmm. like, I don't like this. So where are you there? So I was I started blaming the medical industry, which is not fair mm-hmm. because I was in that mindset. I was repeating all the things that I was learning. I like you just keep Correct. repeating it if you're not questioning it. And even if you question it, where are you going to go? Like there's no answers really. Mm-hmm. So I I went through a really bad period of like just blaming everything. I just didn't like it. I didn't like doctor, you know, all that stuff. And now, I mean, thank God for doctors and the medical industry and all those things. They, they're they really great at what they do. They're just not great at the preventative lifestyle stuff. Mm. And we put Got way it. too much on it's, doctors By the time we get that. there, it's like they know how to fix it. But yeah. Like, how do we get Emergency here? medicine, they are stellar. Like, right. how if do I we get slice here? my leg open, I'm <laughs> going to the emergency room. I want the doctors working on me. But apparently, you made that decision yourself, so we'll get that in a second, too. Yeah, but if I, <laughs> if I want to lose weight, I'm not going to go to a doctor to figure that out. Right. So, right. and it, it's wrong for us to put so much pressure on them. Like we idolize them in such a way that we're th- almost looking at them as parents to be like, fix it, fix it, help me, help me, save me. And it's not fair to them. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be a, a void filled. There's a gap in our Western culture right now mm-hmm. between how do you go from your lifestyle all the way to you're sick in a hospital bed mm-hmm. and now you need someone to pull you out? Mm-hmm. There's no in between right mm-hmm. now. And there's so much with like biohacking and all this stuff. And it's it's getting more and more controlling in the I feel like uh, that's mental- what you do. That's what you do, this middle yeah. part. Exactly. Okay. I'm going back. Yeah. I gotta steer you back. Could we get we can go yeah. 16 ways. You're working. Right. What happens? Like what happened? Yeah. What happened? So I'm working. I I still I'm in insurance and I'm still want to make an impact on like helping people with their health because I had such a wound there that I'm like, God, if people only knew that if they can release all their mental programming around food and around exercise and like start really getting in tune with their bodies there, there can be a change because I've experienced it. I've done it. Yeah. And so this is way beyond just like intuitive eating and all that stuff. This right. is a whole nother ball game. So I'm on, on the hunt. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll go to um, Chinese med school, like the, for Oriental medicine, because that w- was 
the opposite, mm-hmm. right? Or physical therapy or whatever. I was like, I know I had this vision. It wasn't a dream. It was a vision mm-hmm. that I saw Dr. Amberly Carter. I have no idea where I'm going, but I know I have to go to grad school of some mm-hmm. sort. So I was on the hunt. Nothing resonated with me at all. Like I interned everywhere with, um, oh, I thought I was going to be a, uh, an osteopathic anesthesiologist. Mm. Nice. And I interned with him and he sat me down. He's like, do you, do you want a life? <laughs> and I was like, yes, please. <laughs> and he's like, don't do this job. Wow. And, but even me sitting in on the surgeries and all those things, I felt so much when they're, you know, doing a breast augmentation and they're, they're ripping the skin and all of that stuff. I'm feeling into it. I'm about to pass out. Cause I'm like, God, that's, it's such a sacred vessel. The mm-hmm. human body is so sacred mm-hmm. and they're viewing it as such a machine. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's necessary for, for what they have to do. I understand you have to separate it. Right. But for me, that wasn't a match for me because mm-hmm. I was feeling into, into everything and thinking about her recovery process. And I'm like, the more gentle you go, the less recovery she's going to have, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I just felt for these patients. Yeah. I was like, this is not the room I need to be in. So I wanted to go into the research realm. Okay. To find out what makes everything tick. (laughs) So I feel like this all happened. This all happened in how many years? This was this like six months. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh no. Probably like three months. Stop. Yeah. Oh, no, I work very fast. Yeah. Well, we know, but they don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Because it sounds like it's been years and I'm just like, oh, no, this is. But again, I'm very extreme. It's a lightning. It was probably very fast. Because you're like, no, yes, no. When I know, I know. Absolutely. And when I feel it, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're not going to talk me out of it. So, and there's no, no answer. There's no, no answer for me. So I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to know. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, this is why we're friends. I just, it's all, you're landing a lot of things for me. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Control, all those things. Yeah. I'm like, this makes sense. Because like, I don't understand the word no. No's like, yeah. what are you talking about? Right. If you know something, you feel something, you're like, there, why am I feeling this? If you're telling me no, I feel like I can get this or Mm -hmm. I I should understand this or I can do something else. Right. So I'll figure this out. Exactly. Take that no and shut up your ass. Yeah. Just because I have the feeling and the vision and you don't doesn't mean that it's Boom. not possible. Help. Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> Say it again. Just because I have the feeling and the vision and you don't doesn't mm. mean that it's not possible. There you go. Right. Okay. So I started working in the research realm and I was like, ha ha, I'm back. <laughs> this is where I belong. Give me my spreadsheets. You could not arouse me any more than now we know some papers <laughs> no not anymore than giving me Guys a good research study hey oh my god yeah i was like now, yeah, we, know, now we know your pickup line I'm just yeah kidding. yeah right <laughs> so i was like this is everything so, and it was a world-renowned research institute i again work very fast i was initially hired part-time because i wanted to get my foot in the door and I was <laughs> you're doing part time within a few days. Right, I, right. I was promoted to full time. Right. And then within a, a couple of weeks of that, I was I promoted to I was the director. Of course. In a few weeks. Of course. Yeah. Got it. So. Oh, yeah. And I was like I was doing two jobs in one. And so I asked for double the money. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like right. logic. <laughs> duh. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I they saw. Oh my God. She, I was 22 at the time or 23 at the this time. This is wild. 
22 or 23. Um, oh, yeah. And they were like, we'll pay for you to get your PhD. We'll pay for all of your schooling. And you're going to run this whole institute and all those things. What I didn't realize was they saw a 22-year-old who's mm. hungry and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. They did not see me coming mm-hmm. because I am not willing to do anything. It's going to be my way. So that's where everything dun, dun, dun. started. Yeah. So because I look very like on the surface, like, yeah, oh, yeah, like, fun, warm, inviting, whatever. And I'm like a beast. Do not come for me. Oh, no. You're yeah. A beast. <laughs> a beast. Super smart. Yeah. Got it. Can see right through you. Don't play. Right. So they were looking at this prime individual who they can manipulate. So it wasn't so much like, oh, she's so smart. She's so great. I'm thinking I am at the time, which might be true to an extent, but they're looking at how can we control and manipulate the situation. So, and it started coming out in that way. Like, oh, well, if you show this or if you do this or you go to this lunch or you do that or, you know, talk to this company and these, you know, everything is funded and so I realized when I saw the curtain ripped back, I realized, oh, my God, who who's funding all of these studies? So I went back all my notes. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, it's supposed to be oh, the papers that turn you on, turned you off. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yes. Girl. I was like, <laughs> we're getting a divorce. Not turned on. We're broken up. Yeah. OK. So I am not kidding you. I had a crisis, like an identity crisis, because my whole existence was science and research uh, up until and this you're point. still so young at 23 i mean look yeah at, i mean we're speaking older now but like right. back then you're so like this was like this 10 years ago over. right yeah so oh yeah i was like my life's over i'm not going to any any kind of schooling after this everything's bullshit what are we doing i all the studies that i just relied on so much and to be clear, this is not every research study. Yeah. These are some research studies. Right. So it's not that all science sucks or anything like that. It's just you have to really look at who's funding it. Why are they funding yeah, yeah, yeah. it? Who's on the board of this? Who's on the board of that? When you really start piecing these things together, it's a whole picture. You're like, you step back and bakery realize. And fuckery. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I call it bakery and fuckery. Yeah. So you step back and you look at it and you're like, oh, my God you see the full picture and then you realize I don't belong in this picture. So anyway, I left. Oh, I reported everything to the board first of all, because I thought they weren't in on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being the good, the good girl. Y'all don't know what's going on. This is a movie. This is a movie. They're all controlling it. And you're like, mm -hmm. you're like busting control. And they're like, do you know what's happening? And they're like, we're actually moving the parts. I'm the marionette. And I'm like, snip, snip. Do y'all know? And they're standing on top of me like, "Mm, oh, we're holding it. Oh, we don't know. No. Right. Anyway, so um, close that chapter. I was like, I don't always say anywhere. That's why you always say when something happens to you, it's not like what's happening. It's like who's actually or what's behind actually the scene. behind the scenes. Yeah. When you maybe look at things very differently. Yeah. It's so many things to get to with you. You're so layered upon this. And this is why we are. Well, why I love you so much. It is. Everyone looks at what's playing out on the screen, mm-hmm. like in the movie theater. Everyone's watching the movie on the screen. No one's looking at the projection room or who's press who, and play. Who's direct. Who right. are the two to three individuals up there controlling 
everything controlling the way you feel your reactions everything why are you distracted over here when there's something going on over here that's why i call it fakery and fuckery it's yeah. like that's where that came from i'm like all this is i made up fakery and fuckery well <laughs> no, i feel like i not made I up fakery and fuckery I did okay <laughs> fakery and fuckery anyway who's playing the projector okay so you are you're done you've, yeah you've reported all of this to the board and they don't know what's happening but they do and so then now you're 23 you have no job yeah and no prospects no prospects <laughs> i feel like every you yeah. know i mean it's every 20 something mm-hmm. year old it's like what do i do with my life where am i going yeah. what's happening we've all been there so then what do you so then what happens? so i started praying and journaling okay so i wrote down in a journal because i was I was losing my friends. I wasn't identifying with all my right. research friends who were working for research companies at the time. And all. so I'm like, well, a to be fair, now. you sound and look crazy. Yes. <laughs> to everyone. So yes. That's why you're losing friends. Because yeah. <laughs> you probably look right. like this crazy woman that's like, Mah! and right. you're also focusing on something hyper focused on mm-hmm. something. So you're just not now you're not putting yourself into or um, putting into relationships and stuff. Right. So you, that's why everything is like falling, falling apart. apart. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm totally alone. So I need to lean into my faith like okay. really hard. So I abandoned my spreadsheets and science and went back to my religion and my faith, mm-hmm. which is Catholicism. Mm-hmm. And so I started just writing down in a journal format, like dear God, literally, and just writing everything out getting everything out and then I wrote down I started getting really good at answering my own questions Mm. and so I was like what is truth what is truth what is truth like what is true what is real I was in such a like crisis mode and I heard or felt whatever that god voice is inside of you say truth is relative Mm. that was a game changer for me okay so now when you get these, when you got that sign, did you like, you knew immediately like what that meant? You were like, yes. This is re- okay. Truth is relative. Anything can be true mm-hmm. to anyone at any moment. And that can change tomorrow. Mm-hmm. There's not one truth. That's what my mindset has always been. Like somebody knows the truth. It was like everyone truth knew the secret. Facts are totally two different things. Right. They're like they're facts and then they're right. truths. Right. Right. So that's a good point. Yes. So I was thinking that everyone was kind of in on this secret and everyone knew the truth. And I was on the outskirts searching for it and I couldn't find it. And I'm like, why do I feel like I just don't know what the truth is? And everyone seems to be okay. Like, I don't understand this. It was like an internal, I was insatiable. Mm -hmm. There was like a yearning there, like a longing for an answer. And I didn't know where it was, but I knew it was going to be totally different. My life was going to be totally different from what I ever thought or what any regular human being wow. is doing. I knew in that moment, I was like, I have a completely different path. Wow. Yeah. So what do you do with that? So I, so I started actually, I went back to like my high school friends and I started hanging out with them again, reconnecting because people started moving back home and talking one thing after another. And I was like, I really want to do like a medical fitness center, like where it's like medicine. I started getting certifications, mm-hmm. um, being an exercise physiologist and all these things certified in, in stuff, mm-hmm. but 
didn't know how I was going to produce anything, but I wanted to own my own company. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to one of my guy friends at the time and he was like, oh, I I work for this guy. You should look up the Czech Institute and all this stuff. So I started getting certifications in those things. It's corrective holistic exercise kinesiology Mm -hmm. uh, and became an exercise coach. And I started you had to go fly. I flew to Fort Lauderdale to, you know, get my certification. And I was meeting new individuals who had a whole different mindset and introduced me to self-funded research, Hmm. which was a game changer for Mm -hmm. me. So I realized there are individuals and scientists who want to fund their own studies to really look at true Mm -hmm. science. When I looked up these studies, those results were totally different from the big conglomerates that were, so that's when I started studying cellular nutrition, okay. like how the cells in your body operate yeah. most optimally through nutrients, different things okay. like that. So then I opened my own practice and I'm like, I'm going to do exercise consultations. I worked at a boutique and my boss at the time was like, I was studying because we weren't busy. Right. And she's like, what are you studying? And I'm like, oh, you know, telling her about it. She's like, can I be your client? And I... I went home that night and opened my LLC. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I did because fast. So I was like, sure. Um, so she was my first client. And then I got an office. And I got an office in in a... And client was just supposed to be for, like, health stuff. It wasn't yes, like... She wanted to learn about, like, all the exercise stuff. She got wanted it. to lose okay. weight. That was her goal. Okay. So I was like, great, I got this. Because, like, I've done it before. I know how to do it. So that's easy peasy for me. So she was paying me to consult with her. So I opened like a consultation business and I get an office in an office space with a psychic medium. Mm. (laughs) So here we go, everyone. (laughs) Everyone, this is the part of the podcast where you grab a glass, grab a drink, and (laughs) grab a cocktail. Shit's about to go. Wow, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is where. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is where we're going to plan. Yeah. <laughs> so. This is I. Fun. Yeah. So I am. I start having, you know, a lot of clients coming in for consultations, exercise prescriptions. We talk about food. They go home. Okay. Well, I start getting clients who have pretty serious cases. Um extreme migraines, you Mm. know, back pain they can't get rid of, all these things, whatever. And before they would come in, I would feel it in my body. I'd get a a headache, my low back, whatever, would start before they even enter the building. And I'm like, something's not right here. So meanwhile, my diet... And I know this is true because being friends with you, Mm -hmm. this happens to us. Mm -hmm. You feel, you will call me, this is a fact. Right. She feels into everything if you're close to somebody you feel yeah. into it so that's like i understand i completely know right I'm like she's like why am i getting cramps and then i'm like oh my period starts the next yep. day but you would get them yeah. or vice versa now since mm-hmm. we're like really close but yeah no this is these are facts i believe this yeah we're sharing electrons okay we're it's called quantum entanglement okay is what we're not we are no okay. i'm not getting there yet okay. <laughs> not there yet because we're not there yet people don't take them on a slow train to, okay to louisiana Come okay on. yeah so <laughs> stay, on, stay on the track. So yeah, all my clients were coming in. I would feel everything before they'd come. And then when they leave, th- everything would disappear. And they're like, I don't have my back pain. I don't, I've had this for 20 years. 
I don't have my migraines anymore. You know, all these things. I'm like, great. I'm like, dad, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, transfer, um, return to sender. So anyway, I, after one client, I'd be flat out on the couch That's recovering crazy. for like two to three hours. I'm like, this is not sustainable. So did you like realize in that moment that like, that's what was happening. Like, did you like, are you conscious of like all of their shit is on I didn't me know that was possible or, okay. So you're just like, no, cause this is, you're noticing it, but you're not. Yes. I'm not thinking that that's real. Cause right. I'm like, you're like, surely it's not real. Like I'm just taking yeah. on a lot. Like, yeah, I just didn't, I was thinking I'm feeling these things. I'm like, that's so weird that you're complaining about back pain. My back hurts. You know, <laughs> it started 10 minutes before you walked in. I okay. am a slow learner sometimes. All right. But no, no. Well, because that's, that's, I mean, it was my again, belief system. Okay. That see? was the problem because my belief was that that's not possible. Right. My belief is science, research, you know, my body separate from your body, all those things. Newtonian physics, Newton's laws, the three basic laws, okay, you know. Thank you. Everything. Yeah. Make okay. every, yeah. yeah. T- talk it all out. That's where my mindset <laughs> is, is that. We all like eighth grade science. We're like, that's how things move and work and everything's solid and like whatever. It's totally wrong. So it's not wrong. It's just like a very surface piece to the puzzle. So yeah, my belief was like, that's not possible. So I didn't even consider that something's going on. So I, but I'm still like praying and journaling and whatever. And I started with out of body experiences, which... I didn't even believe in either, but I heard about it uh, uh, probably a few months before it came into my world. And I was like, what is that? So did you think you were weird at any part of this? Like, were you like, were you like, Ooh, like I thought this is me. What, um, you know what I mean? Like what were you, when I started with the out of body experiences, I was like, this is a little too far for me because I feel like one, who can I tell about this? No one's going to believe you. Or if they do, they're like, okay, you know, like I believe you because you're my friend, but like, bitch is crazy. You know, like, well, no, that's what I thought until yeah. I saw it. So there right. you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. When you told me all this, you tell, y'all don't understand everything she's saying. I am backing it up with my truth. That says is, a lot. This, these, all these things. Cause when you told me, I was like, hmm, okay. Right, right. I'm, you know, human. And I was like, okay, this is cute. Oh, yeah. And I never believed until any we, of this like, either. When traveling together. <laughs> And I look over, I'm like, she's not here. <laughs> this bitch is gone. She gone. <laughs> Y'all, where is she at? Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Also, to clarify, I was physically in the bed. Physically in the bed, but you're... Not moving. Okay, yeah. You're going, <laughs> no, you were physically in the bed, but you're... You can feel it. You, you, you I feel was the like, difference. You're like, no one's there. No one's home. <laughs> no one's home. Yeah. No one's home. It's just a body. <laughs> so I think this is called an outer body experience that you're... Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so I started with that, and I was like, hmm, I should probably seek counsel on this. Got it. I told my parents, because that's what you do when you're scared, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um, thankfully they didn't judge me, but my mom was like, maybe you should go talk to someone who can relate to this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, let me think of the craziest person on the planet. So I actually, one of my friends introduced me to what my best friend today, Giselle, one of my best friends. So she um it was an engineer at the time so i wanted someone who had the science background and wasn't just like reading palms in yeah, the middle yeah. of the french quarter in jackson right. square no you shade, know i but, want you know they do what they do <laughs> right exactly yeah exactly i wanted someone who 
knows the spreadsheets and in the scientific research. So I got in touch with her. She got me in touch with other people. Um, and I had a session with someone named Wendy Kennedy mm. and she's a channeler. Yeah. So she shed some light on it. And, um, still to this day, I, I have them every now and then I don't have, I was having them every single night. It was like torture. Um, and so I won't get into the science of it, but there is a science to back up what I'm experiencing. Okay. So that made me feel better. Okay. Because when I knew there was science that could be applied to all of the woo woo, that's when I started hitting the ground running. Cause I was okay. like, I understand science. Like talk to me in science all day long. I don't understand when you say, Oh yeah, I'm a psychic or a medium. I'm like, no, you're not mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. You have a mental disorder. That's mm -hmm. at the time. That's a very strong statement. Mm -hmm. But at the time, that was my belief because I was just science. So I'm like, well, maybe there is a science to psychic ability and all these things and why I'm getting the pain in my body when someone's coming in. Now, do you believe that everyone has this ability? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's why I mean, because it's not like, you know, you're the special chosen mm -mm. person. Everyone has this right intuitiveness to... And the word is psychic, but you know what I mean? Like to, yeah. to be mindful and to exactly. change your belief system. All well, I always say like everyone can speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. It's just if you lived in Colombia for years or you train on how to speak Spanish right. or whatever, that's going to be completely different from right. someone who's never heard of Spanish in their life. Or, so there's different shades of it, but you can do this if you want to. Everyone's capable, but... Do you have a propensity for it? Maybe not. Maybe you're not so good at Spanish. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you want to go do something else. Mm -hmm. So other people might just not resonate with it at all and be like, oh, I would never do that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But everyone, yes, is capable of doing that. No, I feel that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, every time I'm around you, it things just start, you know, I, I will get ideas or things from people mm -hmm. if I'm closer to you. So I can understand yeah. that. Right. Also, like what you say about like believing in all of this, like, you don't understand how text messages send or you don't understand how the microwave will work. Mm -hmm. but, you, but people are like, so how do you do this? Like, how do you, right. like, what are you doing? Well, I think people have a, an issue because of religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. And we've been so programmed that like human beings are not supposed to have power really. And people equate this to power. And it's not really, it's just like having a sense of smell. Like if you, if no one else had a sense of smell and you did, people would be like, oh my God, she's, you know, a witch or she, you know, has this ability that I don't have. It's, it's not really that weird. Mm -hmm. It's just that your senses are heightened in a certain way and that's okay. It, you don't have to believe in it. You don't have to believe in a text message or a technology for it to exist or right. work. Like you don't have to believe in your TV for right. it, you to press the button and it turns on, you know, it's yeah. like, I don't have to believe in what I do. I'm right. just... I read your thought. Yeah. Great. Cool. <laughs> it's what I do. Right. Like, that's fine. I, yeah. it's like, I, I smelled your perfume. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like it's as natural as that mm -hmm. for someone who is trained in it or knows how to perceive with those subtle nuances. It's very subtle. So some people have it as loudly as, um, it being very strong where they're, actually hearing voices and things like that, or it could be a thought that pops in your head. There's just different nuances to it. And it changes on any given day. Yeah. So you, for a while you did 
so then you started to do sessions. Is this where this all came about? Like you transitioned yeah. into like the exercise part of it to now you're mm-hmm. healing people. Yes. Okay. So, um, so I've never really like heal people at all. Like healers get weirded out by that because healing, if I say, Oh, I healed that person, it's giving me power. And that's right. not really the case. I'm, but you do believe it. You do it yourself. Like if you, like if, if I had a session with you about my headache and it's gone, mm-hmm. it's not you. It's actually me. Exactly. Okay. So like if I get a massage, I'm like, Oh, you healed me. It's like, yeah, they gave me the massage, but like my body did the work right. to flush out the toxins and do all those things. You know what I mean? So yes, I'm holding the space. I'm volleying it up and you're spiking it over the net. So got that. Yes. <laughs> volleyball reference everyone <laughs> got that yes so it's it's a team effort okay um and it can be as simple as like a really good friend offering you really good advice that changes your life that can be very healing it could be healing having a cocktail with your best friend some of those nights are the most healing nights yeah. for people regard it's not about the alcohol it's not about the mm-hmm. thing we've like gone down so into the crevices of everything. And it's like, you're missing the forest for the trees. Right. You're not, the bigger picture is like letting go and releasing and relaxing and loving yourself and being with your best friend and, mm-hmm. and just being in the moment. Maybe that's why I haven't had a session with you. I've never had a session with her. I've never in four years I know. had a session with her. I'm terrified <laughs> um, to be honest, because okay. she scares me a little bit on that level. <laughs> but yet I have, you've healed me in so many ways from being my friend for four years, mm-hmm. having our trips, having our long lunches, having our mm-hmm. champagne and fries. Like we, you've, we've done the work without yeah. having a session. So mm-hmm. I've had probably 20, I guess, if you would say, but I haven't yeah. had like a sit down. Right. Which is a whole other thing. But I want to get back to like, so you just, so how did you, so you became Dr. Amberly Carter and right. had like, this is where we are now. Like you, you're like, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing sessions. Well, when I've you've done the work, you've had, you've, like you've done the work, you've studied, mm-hmm. and I I know all the things that you've done, and you can talk about it. But like, how did you get to where you have your like practice of what are you doing with your sessions? Yes, yeah. So when I was doing those exercise prescriptions, and everyone was coming in, everyone who came in started crying almost mm. immediately, and we would never get to the exercise, and we never even really talk about food. So I was confused because <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? These people are coming in sitting down, venting to me, crying about how their mom called them fat when they were seven. But and it all has to go back to everything. Yeah. So I was like, am I doing therapy? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. So at this point, I was like, oh, my God, if I can. And when I was writing the exercise prescriptions, these are intelligent people. They could not do it. They couldn't land the plane. They couldn't implement the exercise program. They might do it for a little bit and then fall off the wagon, whatever. And I'm like, there's a mental block. I was like, there's got to be something going on. Like, mm-hmm. why are you not just exercising? Like, why are you not motivated to do it? Or there were so many mental complications with everyone. And so that's when I was like, oh, my God, if I can get to that, I can jump over this blockade that they have yeah. and they can get the results that like yep. that. That's what motivated me to get into energy work because I was Mm. like, there's something I kept journaling about. it. I was like, there's something out there that catapults people forward. I kept writing that phrase. I'm like, there's something that catapults people 
And that's what I want. I didn't know what it was. I was like, I know there's something out there. Got and I, I was like calling it in. Now this is making sense. You're yeah. talking normal to me. See? Oh. Yeah. Because it, people, because it's, that is the ultimate question is, what do you do? And yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. I expedite the whole process for you. So if you're struggling with blocks or you need clarity, I give you that clarity. Now I rip the bandaid off. I, was, I literally was about to say, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hold up, yeah. hold up. Cause if you're like, Oh, my marriage or my kids, or I can't seem to make or money. If you don't want me to I see can't... something. It lights up like a Christmas tree well, for me. We've been there last yeah. week. Thanks. <laughs> She's like, so there's something going on and you're going to tell me. And I'm like, as soon as you try to hide something from me, it lights up like a Christmas tree. I'm like, try being friends with her. This is real fun, guys. So Mm -hmm. no, but that's the thing is like when, you know, um, when you're like my kids, I'm having trouble with this or my relationship with Mm -hmm. my mom or my family or my marriage or friendships, or I can't like, remember how I was like, I, when I was at WGNO, the last four months of there, Mm -hmm. I was I had gained like 15 pounds and I was like, haven't changed my food. haven't changed. I was just like, just, and you're like, you're not seeing the big picture. And so you, you broke it all down. Mm -hmm. The minute I left two weeks later, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just like butter just melting up. I didn't change anything. Nope. So you, that's what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You literally take its energy, but you take, I'm trying to make it all human yeah. sense. Yeah. Because you talk in, you know, science mm-hmm. and nerd. And I'm like <laughs> trying to make sense. That's an of accusation. This. Yes. <laughs> With love. Charges. <laughs> You're the prettiest nerd I've ever met. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> You're the hottest nerd I've ever met. She's so fun. But my point That's is you, you, you really go into the blockages and the energy of mm-hmm. what is happening, which yeah. you've been doing your entire life. This yes. is my whole point of leading to this of, point. Is from that, 1990. Yes. Was, is this belief that you have to go back and you open those doors. Cause some people, mm-hmm. you people just can't see mm-hmm. who's press and play and it's really yes. them. Exactly. But we have to go back mm-hmm. and that's what you do. That's you, a beautiful so, way of putting it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, that's say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> I don't know what I said. So you have to go back and remind You that. said, we think someone else is pressing play or something and you are, I didn't say it as, as good as you did, but yes, rewind everyone. Um, but no, you are always pressing play. That's true. Okay. So did you understand that majority of the people did not understand what you do? Like, did you understand that? Or did you think that everybody had you figured out? Cause you have, your following has you figured out. Yeah. The rest of the world is not. Did, were you aware well, of this? my following has me figured out because I've podcasted for years about it. Okay. I'm Otherwise. About, yeah. Yeah. Like new people have no clue what I do. Right. If they say, what do you do? And I say, oh, I'm a doctor of metaphysics and Which an is, alternative medical practitioner. They're like, uh-huh. Right. What? Sorry. Yeah. Right. No, it doesn't make sense. No. And I can't put up like a billboard like attorneys can or whatever. So, you know what I mean? Like, come see the doctor of metaphysics. Like. Okay, is that a circus or like what what what's going on? So, yes, a doctor of metaphysics and an alternative medical practitioner. So, after I had all these clients come in and I was like, what catapults people forward? That's when I started learning about energy work and it started with me going to a Reiki healer and having that experience and feeling it. And she was psychic and told me things that I've never told anyone. And I was like, this is real. I've had an experience. This is real. 
how do I apply a science to what I just experienced? Because no one, either people believe in it or they don't believe in it, but no one's explaining how it works. No one's explaining it. And so that's what I wanted to get to. How can I explain this in layman's terms to the masses that, Mm -hmm. first of all, you have this ability yourself. Secondly, there's a science to it. This is real. This isn't, you can't argue with me about it because it's black and white. It's real. So if you can get to that part of it and I can, if you're not interested in the science, it doesn't matter. I can explain it to you or utilize it as a tool. And Mm -hmm. if you have a session with me, you can experience it and you probably won't even be able to explain it to your loved ones or your friends. It's just like, you just got to go see her. Cause it's a, right. That's right. Right. It's an experience. I'm like, I, I can't even right. And your the success of your session with me is in your vulnerability. Mm. So if you're willing to be vulnerable Which about, you, you have a way of doing that. Like I told you our mm-hmm. second time we met our second date, so right. to speak, I was <laughs> exactly. like, going in I was like mm-hmm. tell, I was like why am I so why is I feel so open with you I feel like you're gonna yeah. I don't know it's weird because I don't tell anybody everything well I, yeah. I'm open book but yeah that's what I tell people but you mm-hmm. know all the things yeah do you still do sessions now I do okay yes I still do um I haven't opened up to new clients in a while but I am gonna start doing that again okay I like that because yeah. I thought you were like mm-hmm. I know I was well it, it was a, a I was lot. trying to create this and it's hard to create when you're running a full-time practice so I needed to pull back for a little bit but now I'm ready to okay once I have this down yeah you got it I think you can have yes. this like down so, yeah but I love how like you know further podcasts it could be them at, it's the whole thing of someone asking you all the things and mm-hmm. you just landing the plane right so just like an interview process anyway well yeah my other question is, and it's on my card. Yes. How do you deal with relationships? Card. How do you deal with relationships? Since you know all the things mm-hmm. and you can see all the things. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, how do you, two parts. Someone coming into, I didn't know you from anything. Mm-mm. So I didn't know that I was going to get like hoodwinked. You know what I mean? I didn't <laughs> know, like, I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't know, but like. Do people, relationships, men, friendships, anybody, two-part, if they know, how do you know that they know so you know when they're coming? And also, how do you do relationships in terms of, like, the sustainability? Like, we are still friends for four years after, and it, mm-hmm. it's that can get difficult, you doing and knowing what you know. Mm-hmm. How does this work? Uh, like, how does your... It takes rel- a very strong individual to be in my field. I do know that. So, yeah. kudos to you, by the way. Well, I like to play. This is fun for me. I'm like... <laughs> Let's play. What will you come up with today? I like still like getting beat up and keep coming back. Maybe that's my trauma. Aww. I don't know. Do you view it as me beating you up? Poor baby. Sometimes. I'm sorry. No, but it's like needed. I need to be beat up sometimes. No, because I think I know all the things and like sometimes I don't. Or you make yeah. me see things that I just don't see or it, it makes sense. It connects. Like it's all, you've landed so much for me. You've opened up so much. When I met her, I'm not shitting you. I met her. A month later, my life blew up. <laughs> that is true. It did. Blew up. Yeah. I lost my mother-in-law. I lost mm-hmm. my house. Mm-hmm. I lost my job. Your I lost car. My car. You, people don't understand the whole story. This is mm-hmm. and then COVID happened within like months of that. Mm-hmm. So pretty tough. Yep. <laughs> but I will say, 
it all blew up for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, not losing my mother-in-law, not losing my, all those things like that. Everything made sense mm-hmm. of why it all happened. And I had to piece it, and I had to piece it back together. So what I'm saying is, who, like, I'm, I'm really interested to know. I mean, I know how, I know the answer. I want everybody else to know, like, how do you deal with relationships? Like, how do you deal with relationships? Like, how do you deal with like dating and like friendships and stuff? Like, how is that for you? Well, as you know, well, I already know, but they don't know. (laughs) I have a very small sphere. So for dating wise, um, I, I mean, I tell them what I do, but I, I don't really like to get into it because I want to have like a normal, I want normalcy, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but anyone who is attracted to me in general is going to really be signing up for something. Mm And it's going to take a strong person. It just, it takes a strong individual to withstand mm-hmm. something. It's fun to like mm-hmm. ebb, ebb and flow. I have a lot of people coming in and out of my life and I love that. It's great. Um, but to actually withstand something and be able to hold the space for me and handle it. That's another story. Okay. Just, you know, people, yeah. People. But no, I, I mean, yeah, so I, my I think humans again. are fascinating. You do. Yeah. We think you're fascinating. <laughs> okay. You alien being. So what's your goal? Like what's your ultimate goal in like life and the situation mm-hmm. of humans? I think my ultimate goal is to water down the science of something that is so reachable for people and they're mm. missing it because no one is talking about it or telling them or has an understanding of how to make it relatable and applicable. Like no one's taking this high level science of quantum physics and funneling it down into how do you make that choice at the grocery store for your children who are in school or to optimize their performance in soccer or how to regulate your hormones as a female or how to help. Maybe you, you're a guy and you want to make a career shift. There's, Go ahead. Even that, another side note, just from mm-hmm. my experience. Remember I said, what do I want to do with my career? Where am I going? Mm-hmm. Where am I going? And you literally, her answer to me was, she goes, just just start walking tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, am. I need to figure out what I want to do with my job. <laughs> like, you're not answering my question. It feels so. I was like, yeah. What do you, she goes, just start walk. Just start walking tomorrow to me. Yep. I'm not shitting you. Mm-hmm. I walk every day and I'm pissed because I'm mad at her. I don't want to talk to her because I'm like, she has me walking like an idiot <laughs> every day. Mm-hmm. Six weeks later, boom, yep. everything changed. Yep. But what I was doing, and that does, you're, you're like, moving energy. That was what I was doing. Yeah. You're releasing your blocks. You're, there's so much and It looks more. different for everybody else. Not everybody's looks different for everyone. Right. Right. Sometimes you're like, eat carrots. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And you're like that. And it, it will change your like mm-hmm. money pattern. Like mm-hmm. you're, you just know what they need. I can see connections. So I'm very good at going very, very deep to the root and going very, very, very high level for things and pushing it into the middle lane mm-hmm. where everyone can have a slice of the pie. That's what I do. Does it come to you in the moment what they need? Like, are you, yes. are you getting those, like that feeling of like, that's what she needs to me to take a walk. Like, I don't know yeah. why I'm saying it, but take a walk. Everyone is individual. Yes. Okay. So I don't just... I wish it was just like, okay, like you have a formula. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's why our health system has failed us is because it is based on that where it's like one size fits all or like, 
the the majority of people, the average or the median, you know, it's like there's there's so many nuances mm-hmm. to it. It's like if you're like milk is good for you. This study shows that milk is good. Well, if you're lactose intolerant, you can't take it. So like the, everyone is so individualistic. You can't do a one size fits all of like this is great. This study shows this is great. Great. For those people, there's always going to be an outlier. There's always going to be an individual who can't handle it. Mm -hmm. That's okay. We're allowed to do that. But if you're saying, like, this protocol is going to work, it's immediately not going to work. Like, there's there's all individual. Very individualistic. I also love how you're like, don't deprive yourself of anything, whether it be food or whatever you're, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling, it's a reason why just you have to do it and you'll, you'll figure it out. Not, (laughs) not in those terms, but yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Any last words you want to... I feel like there's so much more. I can keep going. You want to okay. keep going? Yeah. I just have okay. many more questions. Okay. Yeah. You Actually, we can get a refill of this too. Can I get a refill? Stay tuned for part two of this episode, launching next week. 